0: Attention all truckers, it's Troy with Talk CDL. If you're looking for a new job, try NCI at 844-311-7076. They offer great equipment, great benefits, a great working atmosphere, and more importantly, a great steady income week after week after week. This carrier is actually owned by their own shipper. Pick up the phone if you're interested and call 844 311 7076 and never run out of freight again. And tell them ToxEDL sent you.
1: Hey, Troy. Yeah. You want some news? Whatever you got's good. All right, cool. So Celadon is to pay $42 million to end investigations that they had brought against him.
0: All right. And, and who was the suit coming from? Drivers?
1: And well, actually, it was coming from their shareholders because they hiked up their income. Now, here's what I don't understand. Oh, wait a second.
0: Is this a, a stock thing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice.
0: So you're telling me that Celadon made themselves look more valuable than they did to their shareholders?
1: Oh, yeah, like 200 to $250 million.
0: Nice. Yeah. Wow, well, just imagine if they would have got away with it.
1: Holy cow. Well, here's what happened. Um, shareholders found out they were lying about their stock. And they are, um, had criminal, criminal investigations against them because of it. And to stop those investigations, they then just said, let's just go ahead and pay $42 million in restitution to end it.
0: Okay, so <laughs> see, now think about this. Now, this is just my opinion. And here it goes. Well, my opinion <laughs> is this. And this is where I smell a rat. And, I, you know, it doesn't matter to me who it is. Sell it on, you know, anybody that makes something, whatever the case is, your manufacturer, a trucking company, whatever the case is, if all of a sudden you do an about-face, obviously, first off, you know you can't win, all right? You already know you're going to take the worst hit by going to court. Number two... I would say you're realizing you're going to lose more by going to court because now the awards are going to be even more plus the amount of money you have to spend to. Oh, yeah.
1: But court. then, go ahead. I was just going to say court fees.
0: Right, but then on top of that, the worst part is you even make yourself look worse and worse to the general public. Correct. Also, the driver's coming in. Yeah. So it's, it's a lose-lose all the way. Their best bet is what you call damage control, you know, get, get yourself out of the mess, pay it, yeah, there's going to be some crap coming your way for the next X amount of months or whatever it takes, but believe it or not, that stuff actually blows over, you know, you, you know, one day people hate you, you do a couple good things, you know, do some stuff for publicity, do a a few nice things, hand out some bonuses, blah, 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 whatever the case is, blah, 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 exactly, blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, you're, and look, I'm not saying that Celadon should be punished forever. You know, we all screw up. If they're admitting, look, we messed up, just pay it and move on. I say that's cool to Celadon, but if they're just trying to brush it under the rug, you know, you know, that to me is a little, you know, I don't want to admit I was wrong type of thing. But I, to me, it sounds like they're admitting it and just wanting to move on you know, well, yeah, by, they, by just doing
1: this. They do admit what happened was is they were hiking up, you know, quality carriers, the lease, the truck leasing portion of it. Are they still with quality carriers? No, they closed it. I thought. Quality I, closed. They I closed down it. it all completely. But quality
0: was working with other trucking companies, not just Celadon. Well, they it were says, the ma- mainly Celadon.
1: It says that... The Quality Companies that they had for the leasing, what they did is they were having the. It says the discrepancies in Celadon's financial filings were due to the sale of used equipment by Celadon subsidiary Quality Companies. undeclosed arrangements overstated the values of the equipment trade in. Traded in those sales, Celadon said the sales reported by the company were actually equipment leases. So what they said is that the two hundred to two hundred and fifty million dollars extra that they claimed was actually the sale of their quality tractors, the least portion of it. And it did say here, and unless I read it wrong, it did say that they were closed that they closed down the quality companies because of. Um, yeah, it says here the company restructured. Its leadership following a $10 million loss posted in the second quarter of 17. It also said that it's restructuring the debts and ending the independent contractor program. It also discontinued the quality company's business unit. So I'm taking that as they completely closed down that whole section of it because it was, you know, for all I know, it could have just claimed bankruptcy or something to that effect. And, you know, it was just going to reconstruct and they could have just be reopening it down later.
0: Well, well, first off, like I'd I'd just like to say, Again, you know, if Celadon is admitting they they screwed up and they're moving on, I'm all for forgiveness. I really am. You know, first off, we don't need another big trucking company going out of business, all right? We just had Falcon, you know, mm-hmm. go out of business in the last week or two and, you know, stranded a bunch of drivers, but... Uh, you know, if Celadon is really saying, hey, look, we messed up, we, we're going to make good, and we're just going to move on, eh, you know what, let's move it on. You know, I get it. Like I said, they'll be ridiculed for a little bit, but then they'll move on. I just wanted to say one other thing about leasing companies with this quality carriers, and I've seen in the last couple of years, a lot of your leasing companies have gotten in trouble. For example, some of them will, are supposed to be paying surcharges, right, and they were screwing up on sur- on, on how they're paying surcharges or trying to title drivers a certain way and running them a certain way and and collecting money off them. They shouldn't be collecting off these drivers. I've, I've seen recent leases going on in the industry, and I believe they're getting better, and I believe companies are starting to make it to where a driver can make money as a lease or a lease-purchase driver. But in times past, it was all advantage leasing company, and I think drivers are starting to recognize... When you sign up with one of these leasing companies that, you know, they've got you chopped down to the minimum amount of money you can make. And then they've got all kind of things that they're, they're holding you to as a lease operator. It just doesn't make it too appealing. And I believe, again, when I remember quality carriers, a lot of their companies, I had ran into a lot of their drivers that were doing the quality lease. And a lot of them were, like, really shooting that thing down. You know, it was a lot of problems with it. these guys. It was, it was really hard to make money in that program. So, you know, with that being said, you know, they're out of business. It, it opens up the door for other, you know, leasing companies to do it right. And so if you're a leasing company out there listening to this, I would tell you right now, from the get-go, if you owe a driver a dollar, pay him, Okay don't don't make up little things to start sucking money out of their pockets and tapping into their damn wallets. I'm gonna tell you that right now cause it's gonna come back to bite you in the ass. And that's really all I'm gonna say about the leasing thing because you know I, we've got a lot of stuff coming down the pike in the future with podcasts. Some are gonna be about leasing, and I don't want to spill the beans or anything like that.
1: Yeah, we all know you know how to keep your mouth shut right.
0: Right. I'm very good <laughs> at not saying anything.
1: Well, here's some news. Um, that you, you know, you said about that the, a large company, Celadon operates fi- uh, approximately 5,500 tractors. Is so that what it is, 5,500? Yeah. All right. It says that it uh, um, operates upwards of 55 trucks, or 5,500, sorry, trucks. And back in 17, when they didn't submit their budget for the quarter for the New York Stock Exchange, they took them off. Now because all of it finally got cleared up, they have put Celadon back on the, um, the stock exchange. And as of Thursday, April 25th, it did close out at $2.30. Yeah,
0: well, I've never seen a lot of trucking <laughs> companies that are great. I mean,
1: and it, it, I, mean I just, if you want to buy in low, if you have high hopes that Celadon's going to bring it back because of the fact that it's such a large company, you know, look into buying some of their stock at $2.30. Buy a little bit and see where it takes you. I mean, it's not like it's going to be a, a huge bad investment if they have already are trying to rebuild themselves. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's up to them if they want to. I'm not, I'm not,
1: I'm not... um we're not buying in a stock for Celadon. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> not an
0: investor as far as giving advice on who you should be buying stock in. So. <laughs>
1: well, some people would think good. Some people wouldn't. It's just, you know, it depends yeah. on kind of how aggressive they are. Yeah. You know? Are you the, aggressive or not aggressive?
0: I'm just saying they don't receive my endorsement. Maybe yours? <laughs> May, you, right say if, that? you just said buy some stock and I mean, sell it on. I said
1: if you're an, aggr- uh, an aggressive buyer, go ahead, do it. You know, if you have, I said if you have, you know, hopes that they're going to re- reconstruct themselves and come up better.
0: Yeah, well, again, I'm not endorsing them on that. I'm saying thumbs up if they're moving on and admitting fault with what went on here prior. But in no way am I saying invest in them. And and again, it's, I'm not saying don't invest in them either. I'm just not, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to endorse somebody that I, you know, buying stock and trucking is never the greatest, uh, so.
1: It's just, it would be something that's really hard. But All right. moving on. Let's move on. There is a Permit required now for truckers in insect quarantine beginning May 1st. In what? Uh, insect quarantine. What is that? Basically, if you're bringing um, you know, picking up or delivering freight in certain areas of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and Virginia.
0: I just was reading, is it about some kind of a bug that's up that way in the Northeast? Yeah,
1: it's it's because of the the huge infestation.
0: Infestation?
1: Thank you. You're welcome. Um of the spotted lanternfly that's in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I see now. I actually seen that last year where people were talking about that up there.
1: Yeah, it's 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 such a bad um, evasive species of insect that they're trying to get a better control over it. And they have the Department of Trans uh, Agriculture PDA has inst- instituted a quarantine zone that includes 14 Pennsylvania qu- uh, counties three New Jersey counties, and one county each in Delaware and Virginia. So if you're going in and out of those areas and you're going to be hauling certain freight, you want to make sure that you get that specific. It's called the Spotted Lantern Fly Permit. I got a question for you.
0: Is there anywhere in there that it's saying that they're going to actually... You know how in Florida and California, when you when you come into their state on the borders, not only do they have a way station, but they also have a second a second station which is the agricultural stop. Okay. I I wouldn't be surprised if Pennsylvania set that up.
1: I think that's what this is that what this is doing is it's it's making it to where when you're going in through the agricultural department they want you to have that specific permit also.
0: So like if you're hauling sod or you're hauling anything that's where insects could get on your freight. I mean, I'm I'm just not understanding what it is. Cause obviously what they're not wanting to do is transport those bugs out of the, out of that area. Is that, I mean, which you would think yeah. that they can migrate anyways.
1: Right. Well, what happens is, is you're going to get the permit and then you're going to train, they're going to photocopy it and you're going to train like one person would kind of like a doctor's office. One person has to have that permit and be trained in it. And then what they're doing is like, if you had that permit and trained in it, you're going to then train me I'm going to copy the permit you're going to train me on how to... It says copies of the permit can be made and given to all drivers who are trained in spotting the spotted lantern fly and keeping the, it from hitchhiking on shipments. So it once it's it, you get the permit. You're being trained on how to spot them and, and what they... I guess maybe like this is the kind of stuff that they like to attach themselves to e or whatever the case might be and how they're going to look through different stages of their their development so that you can spot it right away and not have them coming on you
0: and if we're truckers you know we are the transportation you know and and let me tell you something we were just talking to grumpy he hauls bees and every time he comes into florida to pick up a load of bees on a flatbed before he goes out he said they do what's called the ant test Mm -hmm. and they literally put I guess cans of spam up on your trailer somewhere and it don't take long if there's open cans of spam before ants start coming towards them. And so they'll know if you're taking, they're not wanting to take fire ants out of this. Did you know the fire ant, which is in in Florida? Most people know what a fire ant is, a red ant.
1: Biting bugger.
0: They started, I don't know if it was in Texas or in Florida, but they have migrated. They're all the way up into Tennessee now. Really? Yeah. I was reading up about that not long ago, hmm. and so, and obviously, I don't know, did they get transported by vehicle and, and end up there breeding, or did they, you know, slowly migrate their nests up that way? Who knows? And hmm. my, my guess is, with this checking truckers out to make sure none of them are attached, I would, my guess is they're just basically trying to slow the process down. Because if you have an, a bug that can survive anywhere in this country and it's already in this country, it's just a matter of time till it gets everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, if it's going to be slowly migrating and building its nests outside of Pennsylvania, it'll be a lot slower process than hitchhiking onto the Back of a Peterbilt. I do get that. So, well,
1: anyways, that actually has been around for several years, these quarantine, you know, the quarantines for it. And I'll give a quick shout out to the affected areas. The affected counties in Pennsylvania are Burks, Bucks, Carbon, Chester, Dolphin, Delaware, Lancaster, Lebanon, Lehigh, Monroe, Montgomery, Northampton, Philadelphia, and Schuylkill. Schuylkill County? Yep. Schuylkill That's where County. we're from.
0: And we give out a shout out to Schuylkill County.
1: The quarantine in Jersey is worn. Hunterdon and and Mercer. Virginia's is Frederick's and Delaware's is Newcastle.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let's move on from the bug cast. What else you got?
1: Uh, Congress is, uh, I'm sure everybody's heard it so far that Congress, there was two uh, legislators that had gone to get the per diem for drivers to be brought back to the owner operators. Okay. Did you know that?
0: No, I did not.
1: Oh really? Cool.
0: So you're saying Congress is legislating for it, but has it happened?
1: Well, they submitted the bill. It was, I think, two two different officers, and yeah, two of them in, Pe- uh, in Pennsylvania. Dem- uh, the ah, Congress, you know, representatives. That's why I couldn't think of the name. So the two representatives in a uh, senator and a rep, uh, another rep in Pennsylvania, said that th- it, the 17 tax year, they. They, you know, like the drivers, they they still had some of it there and it was a different uh, tax reform. Then what happened was in 2018, the drivers couldn't take their per diem. Right.
0: They changed the entire law to where they had, from what drivers are telling me, they actually get a way bigger write-off without the per diem. I don't know how true that is, whether it is or not. But at one time, obviously they can write it off. And if you're an owner-operator everything should be a write-off. You know what I mean? Everything, because everything is used for business just about for those guys. So, you know, for you to get one big single, uh, um, what's the word, deductible, Mm -hmm. okay, or whatever the case is on your return versus being able to write off, I would imagine the owner-operators got screwed the hardest because, like I said, you know, you you have to store things at one time. They would let you write your shed off if you stored your – straps and binders and stuff in there which is very good because that's a storage place for your 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 business anything business should be allowed to be written off
1: well, right now this is all just the per diem
0: right well well the per diem was was that no Wasn't this is
1: it? no this is just the living one you know like at the $66 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a day I'm one.
0: sorry I, I look like an idiot yeah you're right it's it was okay. x amount of dollars right it's
1: per, $66 so, a day
0: it was $66 a day mm-hmm. which i think you were allowed to claim half of that if i remember
1: correctly. 80% of it
0: oh 80% okay mm-hmm. So, which is kind of stupid. Why give you sixty-six dollars and say you're only allowed to claim a percent? I know. it's so stupid. It's like you're your paying tax expense. on
1: your living. Is it's you're paying tax on the on the per diem that they're allowing you to get? I'm, I'll
0: be honest. I never understood that part of it. I remember mm-hmm. when when I was a trucker, it was fifty percent, I believe, and it was back when I forget what the per diem was when when I was a driver. But at the end of the year, you were allowed to write half of your per diem off. It's like why why if I'm if it's all if the government's saying. I had $50 a day living expense out on the road. Why am I only allowed to write half of that off? That doesn't even make sense. It, it makes zero sense that if it costs me $300 to live on the road and it's for business, okay, away from my family, blah, 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 that I can only write off 50% of it. That doesn't make sense at all to me. I mean, I, and maybe I'm just dumb. But anyways, move on.
1: I just don't understand They give you the $66 a day tax-free, right. but yet you're only allowed to claim 80%. So to me, it's just they're not giving it to you tax-free. That's right. their way of not saying it. Right. So basically what they're doing is they are now trying to re-implement that for the drivers, for the owner-operators, because in seventeen it had no effect whatsoever, and then in eighteen the drivers couldn't take it, so now they're trying to bring it back and have it reinstilled then for the drivers to be able to take for the 2019 tax year.
0: Okay. All right. Well, and you know what? I personally, if it's, if it's me, look, if you want to be for the working man, for real, give them a choice, and, you know, uh, with a per diem. I mean, I know they have always had different things to for people, which is better, which is a better write off. Why can't you just have them both to where, okay, I'm a trucker claiming none or whatever the cases at the end of the year and the deductible they're giving me now is not as good as if I claimed my meals or my per diem, right? Or 80% of the 66, which would be, you know, like 50 bucks a day or some crap like that, right? Okay, I'm getting a better write off, then I won't choose that one. But at the same time, what if what if you're a trucker and you know, let's I'll give you an example. What if you're a trucker, right? And you're driving for a company that doesn't have an APU and doesn't have refrigerators in the truck. So now you got to eat out all the time. Okay? You can't you cannot you cannot save money. And so, therefore, it's costing you a crap load of money to live on the road. Why shouldn't you be able to have an option, you know what I mean, if your deductible isn't going to pay off versus the per diem and give the guy 100 percent, not 80 percent of his own damn per diem?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. But anyways, hey, maybe somebody could explain it to me better, you know, how that would work. But, you know, that never made sense to me as far as you getting a portion of Of your own per diem.
1: Well, hopefully next year or, uh, you know, sometime during this year for next year's taxes, they'll have that completely straightened out and other benefits that the drivers can take.
0: All right. What else you got in trucking?
1: All right. We all know that the marijuana has opened up tremendously in states to be able to be used. Yep. The big thing was, how are they going to have it affect the truck drivers? Right. DOT says... It's still a schedule one drug. You still cannot take it. So if you do flunk no matter where you live, if you flunk a random, a post accident, a pre employment screening, if you flunk that you are still disqualified no matter what. Which we kinda figured that, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Now you you're like jumping out your skin. Go ahead. I was
0: just gonna say, do you remember back in high school when every not me, but like Other people had like a roach clip hanging from their mirror and they'd hang, you know, they would clip (laughs) things on it, right? I'm just wondering if like, if they do pass it, will truckers be able to have a little roach clip (laughs) hanging in their truck and and will companies allow that? You know what I mean? Like, for example, you were just talking about Celadon, right? What if they even started like in the little Celadon apparel shop, you know, and stuff? where, like, you can go in there and get, like, a little on roach clip pin, right? Because if you kept it company only or, like, or like say, a J.B. Hunt or a Swift roach clip pin, right, and you just hung it from your mirror because weed is now legal. I mean, if that happens, you know, will they do that?
1: Do you, do you think they'll do that? Have have part of their, their, their gear. Yeah, like, like <laughs> Merchandise. You, can, you can make, like, your,
0: your stick shift would be, like, a big bong. <laughs> right no I mean I'm serious like if it becomes legal now and like the owners of these companies don't mind it you know you have little things like that in the trucking now we both know that's not (laughs) going to happen you know there's some like owners out there going oh my gosh turn this podcast off (laughs) these guys suck and if you think that we were serious you should turn us off really I'm serious and get out of trucking What else you got?
1: Well, part of this I also wanted to bring up because um, we both have heard and probably some other people have heard that where drivers say, oh, I was taking the CBD oil for pain and I I flunked it.
0: Well, we talked about that before. There's a guy up in upstate New York that was driving for a company and the CBD oil actually advertised 100% THC free, which is the chemical in weed that makes you high and he tested positive Mm -hmm. on a random test, and they had to terminate him, and now he is fighting,
1: really, for his job. Okay, yeah. Here's what I'm going to... I'm going to read the paragraph because it's wordy, and I think I'd be better off doing that. The number of marijuana-positive drug tests at large, not for the CDL users, have increased in recent years, and some have sought to blame use of products containing CBD a hemp and marijuana-derived deri- compound used for medical treatment, which doesn't contain the intoxicating compound, THC, for the increase. The U.S. Food and Drug Alco- uh, Administration last year changed federal regulations to allow wider use nationwide of CBD products. However, um, this guy, Simo, says that the drug tests don't even look for CB- CDB that's completely different testing profile. So CBD is not an explanation for a marijuana positive result.
0: Well, actually, but there is CBD oil that is extracted from weed, not the hemp. And that oil can contain THC, all
1: right? Well, it depends on where you're getting it from the plant. I think that's where the THC comes in.
0: Well, and, and again, I'm not, I'm not an expert on it. I'm just saying that you know, and I know the hemp does not have THC is what I'm told. Okay. So, but yeah, I mean, look, it's gonna, this is all in the beginning stages of, of everything. And look, the increase in people testing positive for marijuana is the increase of the legality of marijuana. Let's be honest. So, um, well, every,
1: every, according to the data, that they have, there were only 10 truck-involved crashes in 2018 that resulted in an injury or a fatality in which the truck driver tested positive for drug use. That was higher than in 17, because 17 they only had 8, and then um, 16 they only had 3, but I believe this is strictly only Colorado statistics. So it has nothing to do with the whole nationwide. Colorado itself is the one that had that, because I guess because of Colorado and how they were the first ones. and Isn't
0: Colorado, the place, isn't the uh, Broncos stadium called Mile High? <laughs> it is. I just well. never, never thought <laughs> of that.
1: No,
0: some so of them are going to be
1: good. Some of them will be so, like, yeah. so rocking. Like, right. so... Like well, I mean, I was I'm gonna just get really stupid there and say something about how high it's going <laughs> to be.
0: It's going to be it's going to be so high and. All right, all, right, all right, go ahead. What do you got?
1: I'm sorry. That's it. I just wanted to make a nice short one.
0: All right. Well, we appreciate that. Being that we are here. Hey, listen. Since we we made a very short one, let's just mention a couple things. Um, you know, if if you're out there and you're looking to be on the show, awesome. Just email Ruthann at ruthann at talkcdl.com. and that's R U T H A N N. Or you can email me Troy at talkcdl.com. If you got a technical question, Tyler at TalkCDL.com. If you want to sponsor the show, we've got lots of requests from LinkedIn and uh past uh I know emails. we're getting
1: like a ton of them coming in my email.
0: Right. Of Wanting to sponsor, believe me, we we are wanting to take on more sponsors. We got a couple trucking companies. We've made some commercials for that are going in, and we've got some products. That's what we we'd like to really get some product ones, you know, that are wanting to be on the show because we really want to promote all trucking things. If if you're a company that's looking, believe me, I hate to turn down money, Ruthann. Okay, but if you're not trucking related, we are just not interested in putting your product on our page. Just not. Ooh, I mean, we're
1: a trucking only podcast.
0: Unless you offer me so much money, I can't refuse. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, seriously, we don't. We're trucking, and that's really what we are trying to promote. Is so, if all it's trucking. anything
1: that you're going to be in the trucking industry, if anything that's going to be needed, whether it be equipment, whether it be tractors, whether it be maybe certain gear that truck drivers could use, like if you
0: make bongs and 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 pot pipes, we don't want to do that. No, no, no. But if you deliver one. them, well, we'll put you on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> More weed jokes. But but
1: no seriously oh, no. by the way, quick shout. Go we, ahead. Did, we got that was it Mag Magna Stop? Oh yeah, we'll be we'll be so doing an I'm unboxing. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna do an unboxing on it. Yeah. And post it yeah. so that everybody could see
0: Yeah. The product itself. Yeah. Which he had already done, but we we'll, we're gonna do it on our show. And other than that, you know, again, if you're gonna be in Florida a- anytime soon, or if you know you're gonna be down in Florida this year, give us a shout. We Ruth Ann keeps a real tight calendar. So we, I always know what I'm doing through the year, Lord willing, as long as I'm alive. Ruthann's got me planned. And if you got a date that you're going to be in Florida and you want to do a podcast with us, we would love to hear from you. So, yeah. again, Troy at com or Ruthann at com. Hit us up on the email. Ruthann, you got anything else?
1: Um, I think this would be a great time to hit our sponsors.
0: Um, you know what? We can do So a live sponsor. Yeah. Uh, well, what's the name of that new sponsor? Patent Logistics. Patent Logistics. They're high, They're a, a big contractor for FedEx. They have upwards of a $10,000 sign-on bonus. They're looking for teams, I think, in 10 different states. Uh, teams are home every weekend. Uh, awesome trucks loaded up, even a microwave. We've got another uh, uh, sponsor that we work with a lot is National Carriers out of uh, – Dallas, Texas, Irving, Texas, amazing trucks, T680s loaded to the hilt, amazing people to work with, very, very uh, encouraging on you advancing into different things with them. Uh, You know, they have an amazing lease purchase, or I'm sorry, amazing lease, not a purchase. They have an amazing packages for drivers. But um, other than that, like I said, we're looking to uh, take on more sponsors with mm-hmm. products like maybe some trucking CBs. oils or some CBs or um, you dash know, so cams. Yeah, dash cams that would be great. You know, so if there's somebody out there who wants us this to 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 make them a commercial for their dash cams, truckers are always writing into us and asking us what's the best dash cam.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly I don't know. Yeah. I mean I have mine. We mine to do a
0: testing. Yeah.
1: <gasps> that would be so
0: a, a dash cam testing. Yeah,
1: you know what? Because our dash cam it sometimes doesn't. Have really, I mean, it's not like it's not the greatest equality, but between the light and the day. And we
0: won't say what what name that one is, but no, but there are some that are way better than others. I mean, that's just the fact of the matter. When they have the looping or automatic erasing or the um, stabilizer, where if if something moves, it automatically is recording. There's all kind of neat features you should get. And one of the things we learned recently with the dash cams is recalibrating your chip.
1: Yeah, reformatting.
0: You know, I I actually did something I don't normally do. I read the directions <laughs> on the one, and it said about recalibrating. And I seen some videos where they're like, "Listen, you really when you put that chip in for your dash cam, you're really because we've already burned out dash cams. It's like, and and I'm not sure if the chip did it because we weren't really really rec- recalibrating it. I have no idea why. But once you're once you're you get a message on your dash cam saying something's disabled or you can't do this or can't do that, there's no fixing it. It's done. So um I think one of the uh, uh, recommendations we found, Ruthann, was recalibrate it when you click it on. It's also
1: you, called reformatting.
0: Or reformat it, rather. Recal, recalibrate, re, reformat, whatever the case is. I mean,
1: I think calibrating has to do with more mechanism. Right? Yeah,
0: So, <laughs> but I think they understand me. You guys understand, like, when I say something, it really means, what you, you know, you should be reading my mind.
1: Well, right? Believe me. Over the years, yeah. learning how to read his mind is not an easy right. thing. Uh, my mind's like
0: Dr. Seuss, a <laughs> cat in a hat. I'm real simple. <laughs> Anyways. All right, listen, let's wrap this up and move on. And uh, we look forward to uh, many pods. Thank you for everything you guys do. And please keep the videos and the pictures coming. Awesome. We, we're making up another uh, 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 Trucker's View of Idiots type of video. Oh, my
1: gosh, some of them are
0: funny. So if you've got a... A little clip or a video of somebody cutting you off or doing something rude, a vehicle or an accident you caught on tape, a car wrecking. Not, We're not wanting anybody dead, but bottom line, if you got something like that, send it in and we'll put your name on it. You'll be part of the new, if everybody remembers the Truckers View of Idiots, that did 40 million views. Okay, so if you guys want to be part of the next Truckers View of Idiots, uh, send in anything that you've got on your dash cam uh, with permission for us to put it into the next video and we will uh, try to make you famous.
1: Also, we have it scheduled for a uh, podcast to do an interview with the American Association of Owner Operators in OIDA. So if you have a question that you would specifically like me to ask them, send it over to my email, com and I will shoot it to them We're going to do that in about a week and a half. I think it's right after Mother's Day. So you only have about a week to get that to me. But if you have a question, I'll ask it.
0: And also, we're going to be starting something new on on Talk CDL's Facebook page. We're actually going to be putting a post up every week, maybe. We're going to see how it works, inviting anybody to to send us any kind of a shout-out they want or a message, anything they want read on the radio, like for a little, like a 10-minute segment, we might start putting on our podcast just to get um, our viewers more involved because we really, truly appreciate some of the emails and the gestures and the things you guys send us. Um, I, I've said it a million times. If it wasn't for these guys, Ruthann, honestly, uh, give, you know saying such kind things to us, I'd have gave up two years ago. Because Talk CDL takes a lot, a lot of hours every day just to put the podcast together, the Facebook page, all the social medias. I mean, sometimes you're, you're working on Talk CDL 10 hours in a day. It's like disgustingly lots of work. But in all honesty, it's worth it. When people really appreciate it. I'm serious about that. I
1: know. I, I I love the email.
0: I'm not usually, you know, all gushy and complimentive, you know,
1: because no, I'm, I'm a man.
0: Oh, God. But no, seriously, I, I really appreciate everybody that that sends us good stuff. And and I even appreciate the, the guys that sometimes might send us something more. Like, um, shh, stop cutting her off, Troy. Critical. <laughs> oh, you know, I don't <laughs> care about cutting you off. All right. You ready? Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. Hey, Ruthann. Hey, Troy. Check this great opportunity out for truck drivers. What is it? A huge FedEx contractor is hiring drivers right now. It looks like teams running in 10 states. You know what a FedEx contractor hiring means? It means big money. Big money. And check this out. Not only big money, but the sign-on bonus is very big, up to $10,000. That's that's really big. It's right, and you get a grand of it on your first paycheck. Here's some other things they give you: 2018 and newer tractor trailer with a fridge, inverter, and get this, a microwave. A microwave. Yeah, they threw in the microwave for real. Home every week. That's cool. That's big for teams. Mm-hmm. And 100% paid medical insurance for the employee. That's super. That is super super. Let's get the phone number: six one five. 257 1107 That's 615-257-1107. Tell them Talk CDL sent you. And drivers, report back to us. We want to know how great that company is. Thank you.